0: We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby! Drivers, start your... out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh I- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things.
1: now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb
0: talking about racing things is what we do here it is the sports gambling podcast network's own nascar gambling podcast he is cody i'm sorry he is rowdy zeeb <laughs> I am Rod Gomez, and we are here. It's still raining in California. I'm going to tell you that right now. We have not lost the rain, uh, but certainly was able to keep it away on Sunday for a fine race, or two races, shall we say, on well, the... one
1: fine race. Okay,
0: yeah, you're <laughs> absolutely correct. One fine race and one something that happened that resembled racing on the Auto Club Speedway. As we say goodbye to its two-mile configuration and uh, whatever the future holds for it, but Cody... Uh, as you are holding up the rowdy can
1: yeah i'm gonna uh, take another drink of my uh, rowdy energy here
0: i think we need to give them a call and i think we need to find them uh, a nice little sponsor spot on this show.
1: hashtag not a sponsor but uh could be if they want to be so hit us up rowdy yep um yeah oh man kyle bush oh rod they're calling it all off season it's here it's kyle bush's year
0: Hey, we, I mean, look, we banged the drum for him early in this, in the preseason, anyways. And in fact, I feel like we were just, we were on him as soon as we knew that he was going to Childress. And we said, well, here we go. I mean, all the, all the training wheels are going to be off on this guy. No one's going to be trying to hold him back anymore. It, it's, it's pretty much just going to be balls to the wall for him. And here we are two weeks into the season now. And I mean, Listen, he put the whole field on notice with that performance. I mean, driving from the back, the middle to the back, to the back, to the front, to the front. And, you know, there's a rap song in there somewhere. But it's just that's that's where he was all day long was just all around that track. And no matter where he was, he found his way back up to the front and and really just a solid win for Kyle Busch and, and a great way to start the real part, I suppose, of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast predictions.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you said it. We've been on him literally all the I So I looked, I saw today, he's the second favorite in the championship odds now, plus 650. I knew we gave him out at a pretty good number in the offseason. So I went back, I listened. November 22nd, the season had just ended. They dropped championship odds right away for us. We dove into it. And I said, Go bet Kyle Bush a 20 to 1 right now. Do not wait. You'll never see this number again. He's down to plus 650 two weeks into the season, Rod. It does not. When you get value like that on the board, you've got to take it. We also gave him out over one and a half wins at plus 120. Then luckily, this is going to be something we'll be able to monitor all season, which is going to be fun. They've been keeping the win odds up, and he's now at three and a half on his win total, Rod. That's how much he jumped already. So hopefully you got him at 20 to one to win the championship. Hopefully you got him at over one and a half wins on the season because we're three races in now. And in all three races, he's been up front at the end. And he is not playing around. It is rowdy season for sure.
0: And where do we go next? Oh, yeah. His home city and his home track. I
1: mean. And, and guess how many races he's doing this weekend, Rod. All not one,
0: the races. Not two,
1: <laughs> but all three races. He's going to be in the Truck Series race. He's going to be in the Xfinity Series race. And he's going to be in the Cup Series race. Coming off of a win. Ooh, buddy. First thing he said after he crossed the line. What did he say? RCR. Or, that's Richard Childress Racing or. That's RCR, baby, something. He's already feeling it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun season watching him.
0: I'll tell you, that guy's going to hijack some kid's birthday party and go wrangle up some uh, go-karts and race those, too, as well. And be like, oh, listen, I'm Kyle Bush, I'm here to commandeer all of your guys' uh, go-karts. We're going to have a race right now. So I know Hell that probably yeah. guy wants to drive anything and everything he can, especially in Vegas. Yeah, he's he's excited. He's pumped. He's still pissed. Like he's still pissed, but he's definitely more. I I think he's less. He's he's out to
1: prove everybody. He he heard all the talk. He heard everybody saying, "Oh, he's going to RCR. Oh, he can't do it. Oh, this. Oh, that." We already we talked about it, right? That car could have won five or six races very easily last season. They did win three. The car was already good. Now you put arguably the best driver, one of the greatest drivers ever, in that car. Watch out, buddy! They don't even know what's coming for them.
0: Uh, indeed. All right, we're bearing the lead, obviously. Well, I guess that is the that lead. Is the, that is the lead. That Rod. is the lead. But oh, wait, we gave him out ten to one last week, so oh, <laughs> sure, shit, dude, that's that the was, real lead. <laughs> woo, I gotta tell you, uh, obviously, this is the recap episode. We will be going over uh, our bets for the most part, but uh, we're gonna keep these little nice and tidy for you guys. Kind of a just a brief recap of the weekend, uh, where we went right, where we went wrong, what we're gonna do uh, to get ready for Las Vegas. This coming weekend, and uh, and then send you on your way. But uh, I know Cody dug up some some uh, stats and interesting facts for us because that's what Cody does, man. That's that's why I love having Cody on the show because I learn stuff too.
1: Yes, and if you're watching on our brand new YouTube channel, welcome. If you're listening on the podcast, you got to go see my rowdy can. And I do have my paper notes that we've referenced a few times. That is how I keep my notes. So. Yes, I did dig up a a couple statistics, a couple things that have been floating around too. So with Kyle Busch's win yesterday, that is 19 seasons in a row with a Cup Series victory for Kyle Busch. That breaks the tie with Richard Petty. They were tied at 18 seasons in a row. Now he's at 19. By the way, Kyle Busch is only 37, Rod. Kevin Harvick is 44. Just to give you an idea of what Kyle Busch may have left in his career uh it's insane but kurt and kyle bush as a pair uh pass well they were tied with bobby and donnie allison for the most combined wins by a brothers at 95 uh and so while they're at 95 now i think the tie was at 94 uh and so bobby and donnie obviously second on that list daryl uh daryl waltrip and michael waltrip are third on the list at 88 84 of those wins in daryl's name. Michael's got his four, though. Uh, Next on the list, uh, Triple Brothers, I guess. Uh, Fonty, Bob, and Tim Flock at 62 wins. Uh, And then it's Herb and Donald Thomas at 49 wins. Herb with 48 of those. Donald got his one to to add to the list. And then Terry and Bobby Labonte, 43 wins combined with Terry at 22 and Bobby at 21. I thought that was pretty crazy. They split it right down the middle to share their... uh, their victories there so some cool brother statistics there uh, they they take the all-time uh lead on that list uh and then Kyle's first win with Hendrick Motorsports first win in the cup series came in 2005 at Fontana it was just I think then it was either called Fontana or maybe California Raceway or something it wasn't Auto Club yet but same track uh so he won there in 2005 for his very first career win and Uh, He won there three times with Joe Gibbs racing in the 18 car in 2013, 2014, and 2019. And now he wins with RCR there. So three different uh, companies, right? Three different teams that he raced for, two different manufacturers, many different generations of cars between 2005 and 2023. Uh, So that's very, very impressive there for Kyle Busch. Uh, Breaks the tie with Kevin Harvick on the all-time wins list as he moves up to 61 maybe those guys will still duke it out a little before Kyle kind of runs away from from Kevin at some point um but yeah that's that's the the fun history lesson for the day was kind of all the the records and and numbers that were attributed to this win for Kyle
0: He's smashing him left and right. And he's still not done. Yeah. Like you said, Kevin Harvick, 40, what you said, 44, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson is uh close to my age. So someone that 45, 46 range, yep. like there's a lot of racing left for Kyle Bush to be done. If he would like yep. to do it. Yeah. I mean, if,
1: if and, and generally 40 has kind of been the cutoff in the past for a lot of drivers, but obviously we've seen what Tom Brady's done lately and maybe he's, just an outlier in himself, but Kyle Busch could easily be that as well. But we've seen Kevin Harvick. He still won two races last season at the age of 43. He's going to hang it up this year. He finished, what, third this weekend? I mean, he's still competing every week. And if Kyle's still doing that, you know, that's, what, seven years down the road from now when he's the same age? That's a lot more wins Kyle Busch could have to his name, and that's a lot more seasons where he could extend this wins record Uh and it was close last season, right? He almost didn't have a win. His one win was the dirt race where Reddit got spun on the final corner, and, and he happened to get across. But sometimes you got to back into him, as he likes to say, and uh, that's how it goes.
0: Yeah. Well, and look that that 2019 season. If it's 20 next season, if it's 21 the season after that, I don't know who's going to touch that one. So, uh,
1: yeah, that's going to be a really hard. It's just and Denny Hamlin talked about this on his podcast as well it's it's so hard to win now it's not like i mean he said you know the 61 wins kyle has if you put that from 1960 to 1990 that's 160 wins like it's so much harder to win now and continue and he's done it in different cars different generations against different people different teams he's been successful everywhere he's been uh so yeah huge props to kyle uh, which just yeah he's had a great career so far and I don't think he's slowing down anytime.
0: And from a betting aspect and a betting perspective, we are going to be saying his name a lot this season so just get used to it and if you get tired of it you probably listen to the wrong show and I guarantee you I guarantee you that they're gonna other be theres be other people will be talking about Kyle Bush all season long so you probably won't be able to escape no matter where you go. Um, so stick with us because we're gonna tell you anyways but it's just a matter of Kyle Bush is gonna be around. And and one of the dominating factors uh, in this season, and I mean, there's a lot of folks that are going to be vying for it. But I mean, we've already seen two races in that uh, he's a player, and he's going to be someone we have to watch and pay attention to. And of course, watch his odds. I mean, we could be watching Kyle Larson type odds by the end of like the month, yeah, honestly. Depending
1: on how things go, and I'm sure he'll go through. I'm sure he'll go through his lulls too and stuff, and and they'll have struggles at somewhere, but good start to the season for him for sure. Wanted to give fantasy shout outs real quick too. um, COVID and Cambria won the NASCAR gambling podcast fantasy league for the week. Uh, Jessup Culp, uh, also known as thugger 88 in the discord. Uh, and captain Insanio brought up first, second, and third. We struggled again, Rod. Maybe I don't want to talk about our results every week, but you got 10th. You beat me again. I was in 11th, uh, back to back there. And then Jessup Culp, uh, Is the leader for the league by one point over Captain Insanio, and then COVID and Cambria brings up third for right now. And I'm not going to talk about where we're at because not it's not great. But (laughs) you know, we're giving everybody else a head start, and then we'll try and catch up.
0: I knew that I was in trouble when Tyler Reddick got tossed, and I had to move in Austin Dillon from the. Oh no, I'm sorry, Kyle Larson got tossed as well. So I knew yeah, I was that in trouble. Yeah, pretty much
1: sank my entire fantasy day because yeah. I was pretty heavy on Kyle Larson everywhere. And yeah, that's, oof, oh well, it happens. It does
0: happen. And we'll talk about it after the break. We're going to go ahead and step away. We'll come back. We'll start talking about the bets, what happened, what went wrong, what we can learn and what we can do next time to be better betters in the Las Vegas race. But before we do, let's tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states. There's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, which is also known as as the win bets, build your own bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win. Getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL, even sign up today. You're going to get a special offer, bet $100, get $100 limited to state availability. And of course, if you for you Dgens out there, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from and all you have to do. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. in The where play through wimbet is available. If you or someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGPN Merch Store continues to add new items to the store every single day. Go head over there right now to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, hoodies, all the NASCAR Gambling Podcast gear you could possibly want and or need right over there in the merch store. Go grab yours, some coffee mugs, there's t-shirts, there's hoodies. Soon we'll probably have dog hoodies. I don't know. We'll get creative with it. Um, and, and Rowdy Can Cozies, uh, we can get that for you as well. Uh, I'll, I'll find something to do for you. But yeah, go grab it right now. All the NASCAR gambling merch that you could possibly want and or need. Again, my favorite one is a coffee mug. I'll get it later, but I love that thing. So uh, can't wait to drink out of it. Go get yours. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All right, so a little out of order, not on just our, our show at this point, but the entire weekend was out of order, as obviously the Production Alliance Group 300 Xfinity race was slated to go on Saturday night, but unfortunately, it snowed in L.A. The hell was that all about? I don't. I, I mean, my friends in Southern California had no clue what was going on and where they were at. Because in L.A., it never snows. Okay, hold on. It very rarely snows, let's put it that way, because it did snow. And it kept us from having the race on Saturday, so they had to move it on Sunday. But, Cody, I wish that they would have kept it on Saturday. I wish they would have been able to run it on Saturday, man.
1: Man, they teased us so much. They got it all dry. It was good to go. Went through driver intros. Got the whole thing. Got the cars on the track. Not so fast, my friend. And they they pulled them off, unfortunately. I uh, kind of wish this race wouldn't have even happened at this point because uh, <laughs> it just—it was like you said in the Discord, kind of a not great way to to finish off the day. What well, had been a great day. Uh, we obviously had a ton of Cup Series bets struggled a little bit in this one after last week. We got to talk about how we have a better advantage in this series, but just shows you how how betting can go week to week, right? Uh, but this was—it was a pretty good race, man. I'm gonna miss this track so much. Like both of these races, you had five wide. Everything was crazy. Everything was exciting throughout the race. Tons of passing, tons of action nonstop. It was great racing. I loved it. Um, To start off with my first bet, I had Cole Custer, top three, minus 120. Holy shit, Cole Custer looked good. He had the best car out there, the best driver. I mentioned that in the Discord. I said, get used to this. We're going to see a lot of that this year. And then he blows a tire on the restart day over for custer it does not finish in the top three but this was not a bad bet at minus 120 this was very good value for a guy that clearly had the best car uh was the best driver out there uh and should have won this race not only finishing in the top three
0: yeah cole custer led 46 laps of the race the only other person that led more was john hunter Nemechek, who led 49 uh, who ended Good up? Good thing actually, I threw
1: that disclaimer out there last week that we we, we knew he would win races after we shit on him. <laughs> we knew he was going to win races eventually, right? Yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, eventually was this week. Yeah, so, this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he ended up yeah leading forty nine laps, where Cole Custer led forty six, and that double zero was another one of those cars. Uh, he started in twenty seventh position. Uh, I'm sorry, he started 8th position. He finished in 27th. Uh, I'm dyslexic. But, yeah, he started in 8th, in but was up there the whole time, basically leading laps all around, um, and unfortunately just met his fate.
1: Won both stages, Eve. I mean, he was he dominated the race. It was it was a cold custard day until that flat
0: tire. Exactly. Um, all right, my next bet, I had uh, Josh Berry as a top three car, Oh, Josh Berry was a top five car, but unfortunately not a top three car. And listen, Josh Berry was fighting it the whole way through. He was around, he was up, he led three laps in this I mean, obviously they were all in a weird pit strategy as far as him staying out to lead those laps. But I thought for sure, quite possibly, he would be able to stay up front. um, But he kind of stayed out on old tires, let some folks catch up to him, and... And pass him. He was fighting his teammate there for a while, fighting a couple of his teammates there for a while as well. Um, but yeah, he just did not. He did not get in the top three. He got in the top five, but he didn't get in the top three. I was so disappointed because it looked like for a minute we would have a Josh Berry top three, and we didn't.
1: Yeah, it was close uh, again. Top five, top three, so close. Just didn't quite happen. I big swing and a big miss on this next one for me. Brandon Jones. I expect a lot out of him. And he did, was nowhere to be found all day. Ends up spinning through the grass, tore the splitter and the car apart. And, yeah, this was up at 7-1. to one, So kind of knew it was a long shot. I mean, some of the guys that, threw, that were in this group, and I said it was going to be a, a tall order, right, Cole Custer. But Custer ends up having a problem. So that could have helped him. Justin Allgaier. Allguyer had issues throughout the race. Ends up rebounding and finishing third. So impressive for him. Tyler Reddick, he ended up caught up in a wreck. Um, John Hernichek obviously won the race. And then Josh Berry. Uh, but but all of those guys at some point in the race seemed to have an issue that sent them backwards a little bit at least uh, and i think Brandon Jones could have been up there his teammates all finished in the top 5 it just wasn't quite the Brandon Jones type of day unfortunately so missed this one it was 7 to 1 so the odds were at least good for for what you didn't get but <laughs> but i was hoping for a little more and then just to touch on my next bet as well i had jones over mayor uh man Sam Mayer at the end battling for the win two weeks in a row ended up upside down last week, ends up finishing second this week. Uh, going to be a guy we're going to have to maybe change our tune on. Not a guy we've talked about a lot, obviously faded him a little bit as I did in this head to head, but, uh, might have to, uh, might have to, uh, change my tune at least on Sam Mayer. Cause, uh, Rod is already tuned in.
0: I was already tuned in. I had him as a top 5 car. Remember we were talked about we were like hey man Junior Motorsports is probably going to end up being we, we had pretty much had the whole top five pegged, and three of those were uh, junior motorsports cars. So, yeah, Sam Mayer, I had him at the top five at plus 175. He did. In fact, I thought, like I said, it was going to be flipped around where Barry was going to be up in the top three, and Mayer would squeak into the top five, uh, but unfortunately, it was the other way around where Sam Mayer uh, got into the top, uh, top two, as it were, and Josh Barry just could not find his way into the top three, so... Um, like I said, I was I was pretty high on Mayer. I thought he would get in the top five, and and I was very excited about it. But, yeah, unfortunately, jo- uh, Josh Barry and them should have switched spots, or at the very least, uh, Josh Barry should have gotten around Smith and Allgaier and, and cashed both of them for it. But I'm going to take one. I'll be happy to take the plus-175 one.
1: Yeah, no, great call by you. Again, not a guy I'd really even considered much. And I think going forward, that's going to have to change because, He's establishing himself early, at least as a guy that's potentially going to be up there challenging for wins, looking for that first career win here soon. Well,
0: he started in 22nd position, too. Like, he started toward the back, yeah. and he found his way around. And and it was a very tough road for him to even get all the way through to second place. I mean, he was battling some really good cars all through the day. And sometimes he'd be back, sometimes he'd be up, and it just, yeah, that second place came tough.
1: Yeah, it was earned for sure. He definitely earned it. Uh, you want to do your next one since I did too.
0: Oh yeah, sure. Why not? I uh, just throw out the Josh Berry one over John Hunter, Nemechek. Obviously we know what happened there. John Hunter, Nemechek goes on to win the race. So obviously Josh Berry does not get over him, but it's at one point he was above him. And, but John Hunter, man, that car was just too strong all day long. Once Custer, Both
1: those Gibbs cars were Sammy Smith was really fast mm-hmm. too. I, I think he needs to get a little bit, a few more laps under his belt. Uh, little bit of rookie experience there you could tell at the end but those Gibbs cars were fast
0: they sure were but here's the thing do not count junior motorsports out again I mean this is not this is something that I think going forward it's still going to be a powerhouse you know they had second they had third they had fifth uh let's see then I think the last of their cars ended up getting crashed out right um
1: yeah it was Jones and he was that's right
0: Jones got yeah crashed out uh 30s 33rd was Brandon Jones. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, they had basically uh, three of the top five cars, and and we said that they were going to be up there, and they were. So don't count Barry out. But I don't know what this means for John Hunter Nemechek going forward. We're going to have to really pay close attention because – like we talked about him being good in a Gibbs car, we did. So the playoffs
1: get here, and then he'll choke it away. Yeah, uh,
0: We'll see how that taking, happens.
1: Taking taking lessons from Danny Hamlin in that uh, Toyota stable, I guess. <laughs> exactly.
0: So yeah, Barry did not finish over John Hunter. You may check, unfortunately.
1: I had Cole Custer over Justin Allgaier again. I think this was a good bet. Custer was clearly the better car all day. Swept the stages. Uh, Allgaier not nowhere in the top ten in stage one, sixth in stage two. Uh, he rebounded nicely, though, at the end and ended up with a third-place finish. But had Custer not had the flat tire, I really feel like Custer would have won this race. So uh, just just bad luck with the flat tire there, but uh, that's that's how it goes sometimes.
0: And what's frustrating is I, I told you, I, and I, I did say it on the betting show, that I wanted to find an angle on Algar, but I didn't want to keep repeating the same names week after week after week. So uh, just let this be known that my instinct was there. To bet on Allgaier, I just didn't want to continue to give you guys bland takes. But um, <laughs> third-place finish is not a bad opportunity for Algeier. And In fact, he, he probably had – he led eight laps. You know, pit strategies what they were. But uh, were it not for John Hunter Nemechek, I think we'd be looking at a completely different race. Um, and, I, I mean, you can say that, but John Hunter Nemechek actually ran a damn good race. Um, all right. I had Austin Dillon over Austin Hill in the Battle of the Hills tell me where in the Sam Hill did Austin Hill come from all race long he led four laps in this race he obviously started on the pole because of the metrics but man that damn car was up there a lot and maybe made me have to rethink my take on on how he's gonna run from now on because if he's this strong even on ovals and even you know in a situation where he benefited from from a great starting position but he had to hold on it he had to maintain it there's a lot of people jockeying for position at him he finished in sixth place austin Dillon finished in eighth place and that battle was tight at the end i almost thought we were going to have it i almost thought dylan was going to do it but unfortunately he got squeezed into the wall and we lost our opportunity that but was he
1: was yeah. that that same custer flat tire he lost the front end of his car there but think about this so in the xfinity series cole custer arguably the best car all day that's a Stuart haas car john hunter nemacek wins the race him and sammy smith super fast Gibbs cars. All the JRM cars were up there throughout the day. Austin Hill, Sheldon Creed, both looked good. Hill at the end of the race, Creed had looked good throughout the race. Those are two RCR cars. Then you go to Chandler Smith. Where the hell did he come from? That was impressive. And that's going to be an all-star car, the 10 car for college all season. So you're going to have Chandler Smith and Austin Dillon or Justin Haley, or next week, Kyle Busch, like all these different cars and different teams up there battling for wins each week it's Xfinity series is, is loaded maybe more so than we even thought uh, as we were previewing the season we kind of thought there's a couple guys who'd rise above everybody else but you look how strong all these teams are and uh, yeah it's it's gonna be a gonna be a season speaking of those Stuart Haas cars Riley Herbst top five six plus 600 this one was feeling good oh it was so close Rod fifth in stage one ninth in stage two he was hanging around and then he uh i don't even know what happened at the end there but just fell out of the top five just barely finished in seventh man at six to one that would have been a nice one to cash but i think we were on track with riley herbst having a good weekend um there were even points of that race where he was running up front and looked like he could be a contender to win i know that's not something we often say about riley herbst but I do think that having Custer in that garage with him is going to help him this year. And again, like we talk about every year, every week, Herbst will get you the solid finishes week in and week out. Not going to be competing for the wins a lot, but he's going to be in the top five, going to be in the top 10. So close to getting the top five here.
0: Yeah. I mean, he started sixth. He only lost one position in the whole shuffle. But like you said, he was up front so much of this race and that 98 car looked very fast and we were... I, look, I felt good about it. I felt good about that whole Riley Herp situation. I was I was loving it. So, unfortunately, it did not come out our way. Huh? Remember when I said I'd hedge on a winning car number over nine and a half? Well, Remember guess what? Remember when I
1: said to listen to whatever Rod says on <laughs> the winning car number bets?
0: <laughs> well, sure enough, it happened. Yeah. The winning <laughs> car number was 20, and it was over nine and a half. And that was a very good hedge for us. As uh, it hopefully, I mean, look, the juice wasn't that bad, it was only minus 105. So, you know, you didn't have to pay a whole lot in, a, in order to cash that. Uh, shout out to those of you who did take it in the Discord. Uh, I saw a couple people that were uh, riding that one. So, uh, thank goodness we took that. We hedged on that one because, uh, unfortunately, and what, what sucks, so not, 20 was the car winner. We had the 1 and the 7 as the 2 and the 3 car, the 8 as the 5 car. Like, three of the five cars in that vicinity were all under Nine and a half, except for uh, Chandler Smith and John Hunter
1: Don't argue with Rod on his uh, pit stops in F1, and don't argue with Rod on his winning car numbers in NASCAR, because he's got that
0: market cornered. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. It just it happens. That's it. just poof. It it, it vanishes in my head, or it, it appears in my head. Well, and then it vanishes. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. Either way, it works. Uh All right, and then the winners, obviously, none of ours hit. <laughs> but go ahead.
1: No, I had Jones. I already talked about him. He was 12-1, to 1, but just didn't show up. Creed, 30-1. to 1. Man, I am not going to stop betting on Sheldon Creed as a long shot. It's it It's going to hit eventually. He just uh, – I don't know. He's got to get that truck series mentality out of his head or what. Threw that dumb block. He had a hell of a save, though. I've shared in the Discord. I don't know if you saw earlier. There was a Twitter post. But uh, Bobby Labonte in an Xfinity car a few years back the spin was almost identical and they put them side by side and have them go, you know, and they're spinning and they both almost hit the wall and keep it off. And then Creed came back and he looked like he was going to maybe even win the race. He was up there. Uh, sixth in stage one, eighth in stage two, that spin ended up being what cost him though, because had to get that extra set of tires, did not have tires on that last restart and fell like a rock. <laughs> although he was a top 10 on the restart that final restart with a couple laps to go all the way back to 23rd uh just with old tires there there was not a chance in hell for him at that point but a 30 to 1 for a long shot man, it was feeling good for a while because he was looking good and he's gonna be a guy he's just gotta get over that hump we talked about it last year he just can't quite get over there once he does watch out because sheldon creed could rip off a few wins but uh Man, if you keep getting them long shots, I'm probably gonna keep betting them every week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I my heart was broken because you know we love Sheldon Creed. That is our we we fly the flag for Sheldon Creed on this show, and it just it was tough, tough to, to stomach. Uh, speaking of tough to stomach, so was Cole Custer at five to one to win this race. That was looking great. I don't, man, if he would do, continue to dominate that race and won, we'd have been like, can you believe we got him at five to one? Like mm-hmm. that would have been the best bet on the weekend yeah mm. i just well, there. i know i know and riley herbst at 30 to 1 also we we sung his praises really unfortunately call. he didn't yep. get yeah i was but he did run up front which you know again that was something that we had said quite possibly that that would happen and he did unfortunately he just couldn't find his way to a win and that's okay i mean again we we these long shots are long shots for a reason it wasn't as if herps finished in 39th position out of 36 cars uh he, you know he was up there in the top 10 so gotta love it for him all right another race happened but this one happened before the Xfinity race we'll get to all the excitement from the Paula Casino 400 after the break but let's tell you about underdog fantasy we're brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog is your home for off season NFL best ball drafts but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your home state. So head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Two mile configuration complete now on the Auto Club Speedway. They're talking short tracks. They're talking—I don't know. Like I said, I still want to see the world's shortest road course uh, on that one. I want to see like a go kart <laughs> track on that. Track. Keep talking go karts, but I want to see that in NASCAR. But yes, so we're and it's going to be a couple of years, two. So there's a lot of emotions uh, from a lot of different drivers on this track. As they were trying to, to navigate not just their feelings, but the weather and and everybody else on this track. Uh, but it was a great day. For as much as the Xfinity race was a letdown, we had a built up some great momentum heading into it through this cup race. Um, we talked about it in the outset. Kyle Busch picks up yet another win here, uh, making 19 seasons in a row in which he's actually claimed a victory. Uh, now the fifth win on this track, which leads all active drivers and is getting close to like the all time great.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Johnson at six was mm-hmm. was the most or will forever be the most.
0: Yeah, actually, now, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm telling you, it was a great weekend, it was a great race, and uh, we we hit a lot of green, uh, in this one. So, uh, it did, you know, like I said, we were we were happy to start it out that way. Unfortunately, the Xfinity race kind of dampened. It, it harshed our buzz. is I don't know what the phrase is, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely it definitely brought the mood down in the discourse. But yeah, we had this, a great time. This race, man, it, it
1: gave us a little bit of everything. It had the points where it looked like Daytona. <laughs> and, and then the racing was great. There was a lot of passing. There was different times in that race where you could have said 10 or 15 different guys were going to win. I could have had the best cars at points. Uh, Kyle Larson's the favorite, right? Like five laps into the race, he goes out with, Technical problems comes back 15 laps down and was running some of the best lap times of the day. I mean, he was fast. He was good. It'd be interesting to see the odds are not at least before we started recording. Odds are not out yet for this weekend in Vegas, but the books adjust too much. He might be quite a steal because he was still very fast despite having problems early. Another week of no practice, no qualifying. Probably something they were caught there. So sucks for that team. But uh, as far as matchups or as far as bets go, I had a matchup to start. I had Bubba Wallace over Daniel Suarez. I said the track house was going to have to prove it to me, Rod. I think they proved it to me. Ross Chastain wins both stages. Suarez rebounds from a speeding penalty and finishes fourth. Holy hell, track house. Looks like they're going to be here in in, uh, year two as well. So props to them. Bubba Wallace looked really good, though, throughout the day, just like I thought he would. um, I know over on on Derek's betting preview show – they were just, like, all over the Suarez side of this. I'm like, oh, man, come on, guys. I'm, I'm way, like, oh, this is the easy one. And I'm like, I'm on the other side of this one. It's not that easy. But I guess it was for them. So props to those guys. But uh, but I think that that Bubba looked good throughout the day. The result wasn't there. I don't know if you saw Bubba's. There was pictures of Bubba's splitter from the sand and dirt was just, like, annihilated and, and ended up actually leaving the race and having overheating issues because of the sand that was getting up into the – into the grill there so kind of ruined his day but with Suarez finishing fourth I don't know that Bubba would have finished that well anyways so I just missed on this one and uh man I'm, I might have to rethink my my n- not love for Suarez that I've had all off season
0: uh show it to me one more race and then I'll buy yeah it.
1: we'll see it's yeah yeah <laughs> Chastain I mean- though I'm all in it's he's here to stay that's yeah
0: he's quick man that guy again we we didn't really take him in any of our bets but not because i don't i think we just we just didn't know yet and now we know most
1: stages finished third in the race like he was arguably the best car out there on on sunday
0: he was uh not the best car out there but one that i am so happy that i suggested as a top 10 car that was brad keselowski he finished 7th on the day wasn't looking very good there at the very very end. I, I thought for sure that he was going to get shuffled out of the top ten, but uh, he managed to charge his way back up there. Uh, was you know he got actually was was the recipient of a couple of good breaks there toward the end to find his way back in there. Started 16th on the day, but found his way inside the top ten at two uh, plus 200 so like I said when I made the case for him look these these uh, RFK cars are looking kind of fast and and Chris Busher um, actually was around him at the time as well but he finished 13th uh, started fifth but he was around the front most of the day as well um, and so I, I'm pretty impressed with these RFK cars and I think that uh, they're gonna be in they're gonna have something for the rest of the field. And, and more more specifically, Brad Keselowski. Um, So I, I felt like taking him as a top 10 bet here, especially given his past track performance. Remember I said that, yeah, he didn't have a good outing in his first time as a RFK car, but in the preceding, uh, I mean, in the preceding races, he had, well, he yeah, backed up he had that like performance. Yeah, like six in a row before that yeah.
1: at Penske. So yeah, great call by you, uh, plus 200 as well. So great odds on it. Uh, and yeah, Keselowski, Shout out to him. Shout out to Ricky Stenhouse. We talked to that. He might have that big hangover. Hung around all day. Hit the wall a couple times. Still finished 12th. Corey freaking LaJoy Rod. 10th place in stage 2. Organically. Like not even pit stop related. Nothing. Spire Motorsports. Here they come. What the hell? He ends up finishing 14th on the day. That is basically like winning the race for that team. Good to see. We'll see if it was a fluke or Or if maybe they start to show up but especially on a track like this where speed matters where what you have under the hood matters for them to show up was impressive but yes very impressed by keselowski and rfk i think they're really getting things figured out another guy i'm impressed with austin Dillon, had him over eric jones at plus 115 everybody was all over eric jones at the beginning of the week after his performance here last season i said not so fast i did get this one correct Eric Jones, nowhere to be found all day. Finished 19th, was a non-factor throughout the day. Austin Dillon had a strong car. Uh, Didn't place in either of the stages, but ends up with a ninth-place finish. Obviously, RCR is looking good with Kyle Busch, and Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch have both been in the top five, top ten at the end of all of these races, right? They finished second, third at the Coliseum. They are first and second at the end of regulation, At Daytona and here, obviously, Kyle wins and Austin comes in ninth, but Austin Dillon, if they continue to disrespect him in the matchups and in the top tens and stuff, he's going to be a guy that I'm going to continue to hit on because I think that Austin Dillon is set up for a very good season. With uh, with that new running mate and Kyle Busch over there,
0: and they were pretty much together most of the race as well. Uh, Austin Dillon was up there for three laps leading this race as well, so uh, they seemed to find themselves in the same vicinity for most of the race. And in fact, toward the end of it, I mean, it was it was pretty much a lot of Austin Dillon helping out Kyle Busch to get to the front in the first place. So uh, definitely love to see that and and love to see uh, a cash. Uh, I had A.J. Allmendinger over Ricky Stenhouse. Obviously, we were talking a lot about that hangover. We bought. I bought a lot into that hangover. Stenhouse was up around the front. He did finish in 12th. A.J., though, unfortunately, got caught up in a crash around lap 75. Um, just a, a, a one-car incident for him. Uh, unfortunately, he was unable to do anything. What even happened there? Did he just I don't lose know. it? Or I,
1: I don't even Maybe, remember. Yeah. I felt like he just kind of lost it, and it was weird and smacked the wall out of the race early.
0: And that was tough the thing. To- it looked like he almost could have saved it, too, but he hit the mm-hmm. wall, and it just – he yeah, it came, came up on him. Car just slid, and he couldn't save it. Yep,
1: yeah, he hit it pretty hard, and it's tough to tell where this would have gone had, had AJ survived that, uh, but unfortunately he didn't. So, Mr. Top 10 himself, Kevin Harvick, minus 106. That's like highway robbery to get him at this at this number, Rod. A fifth place finish for Kevin. Eighth in stage one, fourth in stage two. He was up there all day long. Comes home in fifth place. Looked like maybe even had a chance to win this at points of the race. He was fast. He was good. Um, the first Ford after four Chevrolets uh finished first through fourth. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Harvick, hell of a day again. He's reliable for a top 10 every single week, especially at certain tracks. And if they're going to continue to give us prices like minus 106, there's that's no juice. That's basically even money. That is insane. I had a couple of people messaging me before the race. Uh, what's your best bet? What's your lock? That was the top thing I gave out. Kevin Harvey, it was still minus 106 right before the race. I'm like, just go hammer that. That was the one I felt the most confident in. Um, uh, and that that obviously wasn't really in question all day. So Kevin Harvey gets it done. Yet again, Forrest, I'm going to miss him next season.
0: Oh, me too. I mean, we're going to still see him. We're going to still hear his voice, but I'm definitely going to miss him on the track uh, tooling around that four car. That car looked powerful, so uh, that top ten was never in question. I mean, ever in question. There was, was never there a point Yeah, never a point where I felt like Kevin Harvick was not going to find his way around into the top. And, look, he finished – he didn't even finish in the top ten in uh, – oh, yeah, he did. He finished eighth place uh, in, in stage uh, one – and then back up in stage two in fourth place. So, yeah, I never felt like that was in question, uh, ever. Uh, One that I did kind of feel like was in question for a hot minute was uh, taking uh, Chase Elliott over Denny Hamlin. We did say that Chase Elliott was going to find his way to the front, and damned if he did not do exactly that. Uh, He started 33rd, man, 33rd, and he drove all the way up to second place to finish runner-up to Kyle Busch. What an epic Performance by Chase Elliott even led a lap in this as well. Uh, Obviously, finishing over Denny Hamlin. Hamlin finished in sixth place in this race, but Hamlin was leading this race for 11 laps as well, and he actually looked like he had a good strategy going uh, to actually be somewhere in the front, farther in the front uh, than he was at all. And in fact, in stage that he was, Hamlin was in front of Chase Elliott in both stages at the end of each stage so i thought for sure hamlin was going to find his way in front of the nine car but thankfully for us he did not and cashed this one at minus 114
1: and for Elliott to get from 33rd to 10th in stage one that's impressive he's going i I know that people like to give us shit because i talk about him a lot but he won the most races last season he was the most consistent driver best average finish on the season uh, won the regular season championship. He is going to be a guy that we're going to have to talk about a lot this season. He's fast week in and week out. Already proving that again. Uh, didn't have much of a run at, at Daytona. He was in the, involved in that first wreck, so it was hard to always hard to gauge anything there really. But very very solid starting in the back in this race and uh, had the fastest car at the end. Uh, he was very many many laps short of being able to catch Kyle Busch, uh, but he was impressive. So. Good call on your part there. Um, I had Austin Dillon as the group C winner at plus 550. If it wasn't for Daniel Suarez, this one would have cashed. Suarez comes in fourth, but Austin Dillon in ninth. Uh, again, that was kind of a weaker weaker grouping. Um, let's see. Who was in that group was? do 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 do, do Have it somewhere. Ballets, obviously he crashed out. Chase Briscoe. I don't want to toot the i might have been right about that horn too early but holy hell he was running with bj mcleod all day he was nowhere to be found at all so i was very low on him coming into the season so we'll see uh but then uh priest uh he got caught up in a wreck as well he 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 finished off what 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 was already dead of my fantasy lineups from kyle <laughs> larson and then brad keselowski as well so i guess uh, he also finished ahead of austin dylan but at plus 550 still felt like those were good odds. Ryan Priest top 5 at +650. I might got might have got a little too ahead of myself with the the Priest train there. He wasn't really looking that great uh and then caught up in that big wreck and did not get the result for sure.
0: Indeed, where I missed as well was taking Noah Gragson over Ty Gibbs, not by much though. Ty Gibbs finished 16th, Noah Gregson 22nd. Noah Gragson though did lead a lap, and he was sort of around the front when he, you know, during the pit strategy calls and all that other good stuff. But um, I was kind of impressed, and, and unfortunately, those Legacy Motorsports cars sort of faded. I mean, they they started out okay. Uh, Gragson was not necessarily uh, all the way in the front at all the times, but he was ahead of Gibbs for a long time. Gibbs started twenty third and and kind of shuffled down to the back for a while. Um, and I think he even got caught up in uh, in something early on. Not necessarily an incident per se, but I think oh yeah, he did. Uh, he was in that wreck in. Um, oh no, he wasn't in that wreck. Uh, that's the forty-five. I'm thinking of another car. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, he was still before. They're both monster cars too. They are so. too. That's see. Um, <laughs> they can't- plays mind games on you (laughs) i can't i can't stand it but yeah so anyways gibbs wasn't necessarily a factor for a lot of the race uh but was sort of uh hanging around at the right time and unfortunately graxen just couldn't keep it up to the front uh as far as gibbs so still gonna take graxen over gibbs in a lot of this but i mean look it's only because i still don't know if gibbs has it
1: yeah and a plus money i mean not a bad bet for as close as they finished that could have easily gone either way I gave out Ford as a winning manufacturer, plus 340. Again, we're going to do this anytime that it's mispriced. Now, if you're in the Discord, uh, I think it was Fortune was asking before the race. He sent a screenshot of the odds. Ford was down to like plus two something, and Chevy was at plus money as well, plus one something. And we both said, go ahead and take Chevy in that case. Uh, we're only taking Ford because of the dis- price discrepancy, right? If there any manufacturer has a higher number for whatever reason. And I think when I gave this out, Chevy was even at minus odds to win. Um, and so it made sense to take Ford in that case, but followed up later, Chevy was the right call at that point. So we did hit that one from the discord, but uh, again, we're gonna continue to hit this. It's, it's worked for us so many times. Anytime we see it, it's gonna be on the board and it's proven time and time again that these will hit every once in a while. So not a bad bet And Kevin Harvick right there in fifth place. Um, and then Kozlowski in seventh. So you had a couple of Fords up there. Chevy did dominate on the day. Of course, they had the top four, and then they had six of the top ten. So they were by far the uh, the best manufacturer. They won both stages, uh, had a majority of the of the cars in each stage. But anything can happen. And like we said, could have been probably fifteen different guys at different points that could have won this race. So. Uh, I don't feel like that was a bad bet at all. No,
0: it was pretty wide open. But the guy that did win the race, we also called out as a top three, uh, Kyle Busch. A top three at plus 300. Come on, man. Three to one for Kyle Busch to be a top three car. Uh, We told you to hammer that one. We told you to hammer him as a winner. And both of those hit. So, uh, again, I can't. We talked a lot about Rowdy before we even got to the bets. and, And it's just a matter of. You know, we're going to continue to to talk about him and plus 300 for a top three. Cheers to the rowdy energy, my friend. (laughs) If you're listening, we love another sponsorship. But yeah, (laughs) that was an easy bet.
1: Very easy. Yeah, absolutely. Great call by you. Uh, I gave out Ryan Blaney at 10 to one to win uh, second in stage one. Then he got caught up big time in that uh, demolition derby on the front stretch on the restart there. The big one of California. Yeah. what? Yeah. The pile up on what's the, the interstate out there. I-10, I-5. I-10, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He got, he got caught up in that one. Um, I gave it Alex Bowman at 22 to one. That one I felt like was really good value. Obviously he started up near the front after qualifying was rained out. So that helped. Um, but he ran fourth in stage one. Uh, he was eighth in stage two. So again, kind of hung around all day, ends up finishing eighth at the end of the race. So 22 to one, I'll take that all day. And then obviously Kyle Busch, 10-1. That ends up being the big winner. Uh, love me some Kyle Busch. Going to be hard not to be on Kyle Busch again this weekend. I have a feeling he's going to be a popular pick. He may be the favorite, so we'll see where the odds are at. But uh, Bob Pachris put out a tweet, and I, uh, I shared it from our NASCAR account and said that we're glad he's on the train with us because we've been on there since November, obviously. Uh, he thinks that Kyle Busch could get five or six wins this season, and I don't think he's wrong. And the books, obviously – I've moved it to three and a half. It is just a little heavy towards the over, I believe. I have to look at that, actually, because I'm—I don't remember. But uh, they're but, What's that?
0: I said they're scared.
1: They are scared. So they know he's gonna—he's gonna get some wins. Hopefully, you got in on the one and a half because. You might already be able to cash that after
0: like next week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be a fun futures bet to, to cash nice already. nice when the future
1: hits three weeks into the season.
0: <laughs> exactly. You don't have to go too far into the future for it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, look, I had Larson to win at seven to one. Uh, obviously, we, we, we don't even know what could have happened. I mean, that car unloaded with a bug in it. So whatever happened, I hope that they can diagnose it and fix it before Vegas because Um, I think we got robbed of a pretty good race down at the end between Larson and Bush for the win uh, in this one. And then Tyler Reddick, man, the same type of a thing. He just did – I may have to rethink my stance on Tyler Reddick this season because that car, one, didn't even look good when it came off the blocks, and two, got caught up in it early anyways – he was in that uh, that pile up on the high five. <laughs> he sure was. So we got robbed of a, of a Tyler Reddick performance, but I don't think that car looked good off the hauler. So um, I'm a little bit nervous about Tyler Reddick. I may have to dial back my excitement for him, uh, at, at least for next week. I, I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love for Tyler Reddick to come out and dominate Vegas and win. Then I'll get back on the track. But, I mean, for now, I think I'm going to go ahead and just uh, temper expectations for for Tyler Reddick going forward. But for Larson, there's no tempering expectations. I, he's going to be pissed, so pissed that he didn't get to race this race.
1: And it's notable, too, he was one of the fastest cars once he was back on the track. 15 laps down at that point, not much he could do about it. But he was running very fast lap times, had a very good car, Um, and so that proves that he could have been running up there all day. He was the favorite for a reason. He'll likely be the favorite still next week either way. So, um, But, yeah, Tyler Reddick... We'll see. I mean, changing teams, changing manufacturers, it's not an easy thing to do. It's been a smooth transition for Kyle Busch, but he's also won 19 seasons in a row in the Cup Series. Might be a little easier for a guy like that. Reddick long term, I think that's going to be a great play. Uh, Bubba was good throughout the day until the end in similar equipment, so we'll see with Redick. I think it's uh, the jury's loud on, on how it goes and I think at some point he'll later in the season, maybe he'll get get it around for sure. But, uh, yeah, he was he was caught up in that big one too and didn't really see anything. I don't know if he got out at that point or if, we, if he was still run at the end, but didn't see much from him after that. Uh, so it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah, he ended up out in that one and yeah, finished 34th. So rough start to the season for him. He was out early at Daytona, out early this week. Uh yeah, so we'll see going forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully there's not a big one in Las Vegas as well. I'd love to avoid big ones altogether. Like let's just yeah. let's just not it have worked out for us else. this
1: week, but that can be hairy for uh when the, you're when you're trying to be predictable as far as betting goes.
0: Yeah, we were like, hey, listen, a more predictable track. I mean, we were sort of right, but then at the same time it was like, Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> Let's throw a little chaos a in of, there.
1: A lot of unpredictability in there as well.
0: Let's just make these guys sweat a little bit. Um, all right, so next week we move to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the Las Vegas race, 400 miles on the track. Last season, Joey Logano and Alex Bowman won the races there in in March and in October. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch, Logano again, Truex and Logano. I'm noticing a trend here. There's a lot of Joey Logano. That may be where the books start to lean. So if we get odds tomorrow, yeah, we'll obviously just looking
1: now, I don't see anything out just yet. So. Yeah.
0: Well, obviously, we we talk a lot about um, what we're doing uh, as far as the the next couple of races are concerned, and obviously, we'll hit Xfinity first since we've got three whole trucks. days, and yeah. we got trucks, trucks
1: even too. All three again. We got this. Is what a great weekend, Rod. We have. Truck Series Racing, Xfinity Series Racing, Cup Series Racing, IndyCar Starts This Weekend,
0: F1. and Formula
1: One. Woo. Shout out to the F1 Gambling Podcast. I've heard a rumor that's returning this week. Huh. Two of your favorite hosts, that would be Rod and me, of course. Dude, so, are, definitely happen? check that out this week. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded an episode. They We decided to take the off-season in that one, but uh, yeah. we're back.
0: So. That'll be out later this week. Trying to load you up with some winners. Yes, all three series, all three circuits taking place. So we'll hit you with the trucks. We'll hit you with the Xfinity. We'll hit you with the Cup. We'll give you DFS. We'll open the mailbag probably one more time as well. So much happening this week on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Uh, again, thank everyone in the Discord for hanging with us on Sunday. That was a blast, was and everybody in
1: there again. Oh, that's
0: so much fun. Traffic's picking up, guys. You absolutely have to get in
1: there if you're not there. Indeed. Yeah, and in the DFS games, we've had a lot more people in it this year. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Not, not, Well, I've been on the losing side for the most part, but oh
0: well. <laughs> hey, It doesn't matter at this point. And listen, if this is your first time listening, if this is your second time or third time, if you're just joining us, uh, we really appreciate you joining us and finding us, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on our original audio feed. However you found us, we are grateful that you did, and we want to continue to give you outstanding programming. Uh, throughout this entire season so
1: yeah and if you're listening on podcast too make sure you go find our youtube channel just search nascar gambling podcast we'll pop up uh and click click you know subscribe click the alert button because we are going to have some live shows here and there maybe at some point we'll be all live all the time well not all the time but but you know what i mean uh but we will have some live shows we did a live show last week Answered some questions had a ton of people in the chat already um so yeah definitely get over there and follow, like like the page, all the all the fun stuff the YouTubers say. You can see my my beautiful can of Rowdy here and my paper notes that I keep, like old school guy. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Uh, all right, speaking of which, tell everybody where they can find you on social media before we head on out of here. Yep, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb and follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Indeed. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. link in the bio to everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media to the back road, kicking off again on Thursday night, getting you ready for more racing talk. We'll be back tomorrow. Truck odds are out. Hopefully, we'll get some truck odds to you. Rowdy energy, ladies and gentlemen. Rowdy, rowdy. rowdy, Over three and a half. Go hammer that right now. Uh, All right. Till tomorrow, everybody. Let's go racing and let it ride.